You shall not surely die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing of good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she gave some also to her husband who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened. And they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. One time I tried to sing about spring and a storm, but you know. You're listening to Fruit for Thought, in which I eat fruit and talk about it. I'm Nathan Young. Today's show Apples. Why don't you take a moment right now? Pause, reflect, and, and just think, what's my favorite fruit? Do you got it? Well, for me, it's apples. But that's not the only reason we must start here. First of all, there's the grade school stuff, A is for apple, right? It just makes sense. Second, this podcast is not in the business of commenting on the meaning of life or why we're here. Is there a higher power? If so, do they give a shit? However, if you look at the Christian tradition in particular, the apple marks the beginning of all of human history. So, Just as the apple signifies the fall of man and our slow, steady road to this moment, so too does the apple frame the beginning of our podcast. apple tree, or Melus pumila, is perhaps the earliest tree of all the trees to be cultivated. It originated in the mountains of Central Asia, so places like Kyrgyzstan and Western China. Initial domestication is about 4,000 years ago. The apples brought to Europe and North Africa by the Greeks and the Romans, and in this time, 4,000 years, Artificial selection has produced an enormous diversity of apple cultivars, varying in shape, color, sweetness, and crispness. The apple tree has done really well evolutionarily because of a symbiotic relationship with the animal kingdom, you and me, basically, because we seek out, collect, and distribute its seed-bearing structure, a kind of protective womb around its seeds called the palm. And the palm is delicious. So the Bible verse at the top of the show doesn't actually specify what kind of fruit Adam and Eve shared, only that it was forbidden. And yet there it is, in popular Christian tradition, that they shared an apple. 
It's speculated that the apple became the standard bearing forbidden fruit because the Latin word for apple and evil, malum, are spelled the same. Apologies for my Latin. Write in, Latin scholars. At any rate, once cemented in popular imagination as the fruit that incited the fall of man, it has come to symbolize knowledge, temptation, seduction, and sin itself. The semiotics of which are carried forward with every crunchy bite. Or every time you boot up your Apple computer. Of note, apple seeds contain the toxin hydrogen cyanide. When consumed in excess, hydrogen cyanide can cause respiratory failure and even death. So when you're tossing an apple in your compact personal blender, be sure to remove the deadly seeds. Can I get a tea? The apple I will be eating today is a honey crisp apple. This particular cultivar was developed at the Minnesota Agriculture Experiment Station's Horticultural Research Center at the University of Minnesota, Twin Cities. Now, this sounds super fancy, but the Honeycrisp is not a GMO. It was created via hybridization, a kind of matchmaking from tree to tree. It was first designated in 1974 patented in 1988, and released in 1991, at which time it became my obsession. It was also made Minnesota's state fruit in 2006. Alright, here goes. Hmm. That's very satisfying. Well, I can say, first of all, this is a good apple. I know it's a good apple because there's no brown spots on its skin or on its palm flesh. Um, it's also quite juicy. Uh, so as my teeth puncture the, the skin of the palm, uh, immediately sweet, tart juices uh, kind of burst out and um, sort of prep your mouth for the deliciousness that is going to come afterward when you masticate this this firm um, but not too uh, grainy flesh it's really a, a delight all the way through I can't recommend it enough this fruit I really urge you to try one
Fruit for Thought is produced on the west side of Providence, Rhode Island. A reminder that even in my little state of Rhode Island alone, there are 147,000 people that are food insecure, and there are millions, millions more nationwide. Please consider donating to your local food bank or to Feeding America at feedingamerica.org. Special thanks to the Q Royal Botanical Gardens. Music for today's show is by Melodium. His work is amazing and you should buy every track. Find all of them at melodium.bandcamp.com. Reach the show on Twitter at FruitPod. Our website is fruitforthought.net. I'm Nathan Young.